Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to With Wit. Before I dive into this very exciting episode. I want to quickly tell you about the Dear Media IRL event happening in Austin, Texas on May 6th. I will be there. Join me and some of your favorite Dear Media hosts. Tickets are on sale now. Follow Dear Media Studio on Instagram for updates. I cannot wait to chat and see you all in person. Okay. I teased this last week and it happened. I'm so excited. Kelly Catrone is here. Kelly Catrone is here. She's in the building. She's excited to chat. Literally the first thing she said to me at fashion week after we hugged and said, friends, best friends, like I love you was, okay, I'll come on your podcast. (laughs) I didn't even ask, but she knew I would. And for those of you who don't know, Kelly and I work together on the hills and the city. I am so excited to share a convo with you. Kelly is the CEO and founder of People's Revolution, which you guys saw on the hills. It's a multifaceted communications and branding firm headquartered in New York City. She is a New York Times and national bestselling author and appeared consecutively on the hills, the city, Kel on Earth, the Kelly Catron Project, Dr. Phil, and America's Next Top Model. This was such a great chat. I needed this laugh. I woke up feeling kind of like anxious and a little bit down. And this is exactly what I needed. So heartful, lots of laughs. I hope that you enjoy this episode. What, what? What, what? I have this horrible artwork behind me. It doesn't matter. I'm at my friend's apartment that I've sublet. Your whose apartment? My friend's apartment. Oh, I thought you just said your son's. And I was like, where? When did a son come a into the picture? I had, I had a baby. <laughs> I, had a, I have a three-year-old. He's in Montessori. And he already has an apartment and, he you're, an and apartment. he's letting you borrow it. It's, so it's great to see you. Oh, my God. I was so happy to see you. Great I have fun. to admit. I was like a little nervous going in because we hadn't really chatted. And I was like, should I just text her and be like, I'm coming? Like, let's be BFFs. When I saw that you were coming, it made me really happy because I love you so much. And we went through a lot together. We did. 
I love you. And exhaustion is a horrible thing. I just went through another fashion week and I could see emotionally what exhaustion does to people. Like we were exhausted. I think so. I mean, everybody thinks we just did nothing. Well, that's that's the hard part. And then like you don't want to complain about it because then you just sound like such an asshole. But it definitely was a really stressful time. And I think like for me, I sort of feel looking back on it like I was just a shell of myself and like just existing and not even really like living, you know? Yeah. I was no, I was so happy to see you. I'm like me so too. relieved that you're in my life again yes, and that this, can this chapter me. can be closed. I'm Italian. We get over things. I don't hold a grudge. If anybody we don't hold grudges. I love you a lot and I have a lot of respect for you. And we shared a lot of really amazing times together. And those those really outweigh any we really never had any bad times ever. We and never did. Like we were always on each other's like team. Like always. we were always going through it together. And I think what happened, like for everyone listening, we don't have to get into all the the stupid details, but Kelly and I were actually really working together and there was this deal and my attorney got involved and things got a little messy and Kelly like totally rightfully so got frustrated because she just wanted to get both of us paid and so did I. And I think that we were, I, I, it was like, it was maybe a couple months after my dad passed and it like tensions were high. And, and I think that then it just like got the best of both of us and you came at me and then I started crying and like became like the victim. And then it was just, I just really wanted that guy to like stop being so difficult. Cause it was easy money. Like we were going to do it. Totally. He was like trying to kind of show you how good he was, but I was like on your team and, but nothing really happened for me. Like, I just remember like the thing that was really interesting about what we went through. And I have a friend of mine right now, Liam McSweeney, who's been on Housewives and kind of watching her go through that Bravo ridiculousness. And we were talking about hills in the city and stuff. And I was like, the thing that's weird is we had two different lives, but they were like, became enmeshed into this one world. Like your show, when we did your show, that was when I realized like, oh my God, like we're shooting this for a television show. And like, Oh my God, like this is really fashion week and you are really about to have a fashion show. And then I was so excited for you. I'm like, I couldn't believe why why do you think I've had like imposter syndrome? Because (laughs) I like would show up to those moments and be like, how did this happen? Like literally last year I was this naive, innocent, pretty much recent teen <laughs> interning for you at People's Rev. And then, the, <laughs> but not, yeah, like whatever. Even though I always say it's like, I was, I was interning for you, but I was getting paid by MTV. MTV. So like MTV was my boss, but then- right. I really had to pretend like I respected you because I didn't want to come off like an asshole intern on the show. The whole thing was just so crazy. Like we were living in two different realities, but at the same time, like your clothing brand was real and we were doing that. It was just a crazy, amazing opportunity to introduce brands and to talk about things. We should, if, if we went back, we could probably make a lot more money now just being pretty geared well, up. I mean, yeah, because there's no, there was no social media. So we weren't able to reach as many people as we are now. What was people's rev before the Hills? And then how did you get approached for the Hills? 
People's Rub has always been the same thing. It's a branding communications production company that focuses on pop culture and products, mostly like luxury or emerging market, higher end, Mm -hmm. and celebrity branding placement and production of that. How I got involved was I think that Lisa Love and Anna Winter's team from Teen Vogue, they were leaving Thales. And they, I guess Adam Davillo and Liz Gately are our executive producers and Tony DeSanto, who's one of the funniest fucking people. I have a funny, anyway, I, I somehow my name had been thrown into the ring or people's name had been thrown into the ring. And then um, they approached me. I did it for free the first season. Cause I was like, this is like, I didn't know what the Hills were. Cause I was like, like PR. and everybody in my office was like, are you kidding me? That's a really big deal. Cause I don't really watch television. And then I was like, well, cool, we'll do it. Because I thought this is a great opportunity. It was like the number one rated show in the history of cable. And mm-hmm. it was even before the big blow up, I got on the show the first season and I thought it was a really cool thing. And then that became more of like a job for me too. And then kind of joined the cast and it was crazy. It was a crazy time. I mean, we also, we had two shows, Whitney. Remember we had the Hills and then we got the Sydney. I know, I know. We were filming, we were filming the Hills and then this idea to go do the city happened, which was, I think like largely based on our dynamic and everything that you had going on in New York that could be like the support for what I was then to do. But did you feel after the show, that that the show helped People's Revolution? I thought it would not be good for People's Revolution as a whole when I did the show. And yeah, that's because I'm a trailblazer. Like, I don't really follow. Like, if I wanted to be, like, the perfect fashion publicist, that would have been the absolute wrong move to make. Like, mm-hmm. and I went into it knowing that people were going to hate me for it. And I went into it knowing that it was going to be, like, my competitors would be like, oh, why do you want to hire her? She's, like, she's famous now. She's on TV. She doesn't care about anybody as much as herself. She only cares about herself, not her clients. Like all of that stuff I knew. But at the same time, I knew that my clients didn't have $300,000 for 15 seconds of advertising, which the show was commanding. I knew that I was in a youth pop culture business, which MTV is the Maha fucking palace of that. It's youth culture, especially (laughs) then. Like you want to get a bunch of kids upset or turned on to something. MTV is the place to do it. Totally. Um, and so I was willing to do that because I, the only thing I had to lose was everything, but who cares? I mean, sometimes you're just like, Hey, listen, I should do this. And I think that certainly over the years, it was, it, it was financially a really good thing, but it was also a great thing for a lot of young women and a mm-hmm. lot of like gay kids who are like Jehovah's witnesses in fucking Utah who don't know how mm-hmm. to come to their parents or mm-hmm. people that never thought they could like we did on that show together collectively all of us we opened up a world for people that most people had never had a chance to see it's, it's so true that's the best thing that's come out of it and like even when I was at your show at fashion week there were so many people that were like so excited to see us together I and people that were like I moved to New York City because I saw you and Kelly doing your thing and I realized like this is something that existed like this is something that I could do it's true I mean you were you were like the shepherd for that messaging for those kids because they related to you and I was like the evil queen like I like to consider myself like the skating coach I <laughs> That's actually such a good. Like, I just need like a hot chocolate and a parka. And <laughs> be like, give me five more. <laughs> no one okay. cares. Stop crying. Okay. And now a word from our sponsor. 
my goal for a while has been to pay attention to my physical health as it should be for it should be for all of us. I think we all could use the reminder that it is just as important as our mental health. Getting ourselves fed even during these wild work days is a great step. If you have a chaotic, constantly changing schedule, then Sakara is your answer. Sakara delivers ready to eat plant rich meals that help you look and feel your best even during those weeks of back to back meetings and happy hours. Manage weight ease bloat, and keep energy levels high with science-backed, nutritionally designed meals that you will actually look forward to eating. Seriously, they're delicious. Oh, and you know I'm the queen of snacks. They have a great snack selection too. They have protein bars and granola that help with detox, beauty, energy, and focus. I have a back next to my computer right now that I snack at all day long. My desk can double as a pantry. Yours too? Great. Sakara delivers science-backed, plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and ease bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash withwit or enter code withwit at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash withwit to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash with wit. All right. And now back to the chat. Do you have any favorite moments that stick out? I mean, obviously like our fashion show that that moment was just insane. That was amazing. The Gaga thing was pretty genius in retrospect. That was amazing. Nobody gives us credit for that. I remember not, I was like, who is honestly, who is this joke? Because that was so not my vibe. Like me either. And I, and, and we were at area or LA or something area, I remember, yes, on La, on La Cienega. Cienega. Yeah. We were at area and David Gez or whatever that guy Danny was. Gez, like, Danny Gez, Danny Gez, <laughs> Danny to Gez. own People's Liberation, which in my opinion was a knockoff of People's Revolution. So I was looking for that guy for like 10 years to hit him. And then he ends up, I end up doing him a favor instead of taking him out, which was like, I know, I know, I know. I wish Lady Gaga would like say something about that scene or like acknowledge that it happened. It did happen. I think maybe she doesn't like it because I was like that no one knows, but no one knew her. She was brand new. And and he, he was like, you have to do me a favor. Then my friend's managing this girl who's getting signed to Interscope. I mean, don't you remember? She came with like a t-shirt with like big holes on the side. and then some kind of legging or something with a cane. Like she looked like the road manager for Ozzy Osbourne. 100% mixed with But I'm not against her. Like everybody, but I just, we, there's only two people in the whole world who can say that we put Lady Gaga on TV. I mean, it's you and me. I mean, I know. That was her MTV, that was her TV appearance. That was the first I know. I was, I was really bummed, though, that I wasn't the one to fix the zipper at the end. Who like, was? <laughs> Lor- Lauren was the one to fix the zipper. He would be more of a designer than you. But meanwhile. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good brand. I mean, Ugh. it's not a licensing deal. You made your own brand. I remember. I know. It was there. so fun. It was just like we were launching it in 2008 when the recession. Well, that was when that was also why the city didn't work, too. And I want to get your opinion on that, like mo- moving to the city. Did you ever ride in a car with me in this situation? Yes, I okay. did. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Like, he kept rubbing his stomach, which I thought was weird. But the, the other thing that was really interesting 
It was when MTV was over everybody. Like they were over Hills, they were over Jersey Shore, and they were over Simple Life. And I don't know if you remember this, but they were spending way too much money on all of our fees. Oh my god! They started beyond. sending out these these notices like talent will share cars. Don't you remember? You will no longer go in your own car. It wasn't only a money thing. They wanted us to all arrive together to be able to take photos. Oh, together. oh that's true. The, yeah. the arrival. Like, the, yeah. Well, I always like skip that part because I always it was always weird for me because I work with all the photographers. Like, what am I going to do? Go on the red right. carpet and be like, oh, hey, take my picture. I'm the most unphotogenic person in the world. Well, By the way, I comb my hair for you today. I hope you appreciate that. Your hair looks amazing. Everyone Thanks. said on my Instagram that you haven't aged. Oh, really? Um, That's not true. (laughs) I wish that were the case. I wish that. I think it's just that I consistently look bad. So there's not like a lot of change in the look. (laughs) But I did get a blowout just so people can't say to go comb my hair, even though they will say it. They'll be like, God, why doesn't she comb her hair? Your hair looks amazing. I think so too. But someone will say something. I don't care because I'm, I'm targeted. What? Doesn't matter. Why am I? Why am I? My brain just went back to this. I feel memory. like we should have a cooking segment on this. That would segment. be really funny. We could make. There's cookies. actually a lot of ideas I have for us. Okay, I'll come back anytime. <laughs> call um, her motherfucking. Forget about call her daddy. We'd be like call her motherfucking mommy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh Wait, my god. So- Remember, okay, I feel like there would be moments, sometimes we'd show up to film and your apartment was the same building as People's Rev. Yeah. And Spike would have to like, you would sometimes not want to, like, we would all get so angry and take out a lot of our frustration on the producers because they well, became Spike like our the punching nicest, bags. Though. He's the best. He's the, Spike is the best. I feel guilty. Do you ever feel guilty about how you treated the producers? No, no I was pretty nice. I only, I had one. I had a couple of major freakouts. I remember one time. So it was, I was shooting the city and Kel on earth for Bravo. So I had two, two packs on the back of my leggings and I wore all black. So every time I had to change, it was very like little, like you guys would have to all go off and put on new clothes. I would just like change my shirt and be right back. <laughs> so I could do like three episodes in a day, like, <laughs> just paper coming out of the fucking ceiling. I'm like, Private school, Brava. My mom, my mom's condo. Honestly, good for you. I yeah, spent was... all that money on my clothing line. That is all gone. I spent almost all of it on raising my daughter. I mean, well, yeah. The fashion industry was really bad, as you said, around two thousand. To be honest, being on on the show probably saved people's revolution because a lot of my clients were going out of business at that time. Andrew Buckler, some different people. I was just speaking oh, yeah, to you about that. it. Yeah. And people were having to make like very extreme decisions about their business. And luckily I had money coming in from the show and stuff that could help the business. I freaked out once in the office. Like I threw magazines around the office. Like I remember, (laughs) I remember that was like my biggest like diva moment. Like I had those two packs on, we were like shooting something. And then, you know how they would always lie to you, the producers. And they'd be like, yesterday you said that Lauren's not a good delegator and, and Roxy is blah, blah, blah. And then you need to, and I just like, magazine. and I don't know why, but I had press that, and I don't even know why I care about press. I think, I yeah, this, book. I was like, I am in Us magazine. Are you now? And all of a sudden I was like, and then I was just like, oh my God. Like that, like, my what birthday. have I Remember my fake birthday party? Yes. When I had to, when we shot it, 
first of all, it was a fake birthday party. It wasn't even a real birthday party. So it's my birthday party. So we have a fake birthday party. Then they go, great. That's when I had to tell Allie she was too skinny. And did she look okay? Yeah. Right. And they told me like, listen, we're worried about her weight. You should say something. Okay, fine. But now it's my birthday. It's a fake birthday party that all my friends came at to support the show. But it's not even a real birthday party, even though it was the month of my birthday. But then what happens is I get drunk. It's over. Like the party's over. over. I get drunk. Oh, one problem. They know that I've been drinking. Mm -hmm. And they say, can you come back and do another scene? But that's the whole thing. Like, it's such a push and pull constantly of like, what should I be doing this? Like, this doesn't feel good. I don't want to be doing this, but this is so good for like my career, for the show, for my career, for whatever comes from the show's success. And it's just like so confusing. It's, it, we don't it have so any confusing. say. We don't yeah. have any say. Like, people think that that whole thing was like, I mean, I don't think that people really realize that this is a, a masturbatory, kaleidoscopic, Willy Wonka adventure of producers who get people like us, like Evil Queen, and then you could be Snow White or whatever, <laughs> what do you want to be, like Belle, honey? Cinderella, Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. And then we come in and then it's like, like people would just say the craziest shit to me. And you know that it wasn't real. I know. Like, Yesterday you were talking about, and you're like, no, I wasn't. And Oh, yes, you were. Yes, you At were. 2.39 p.m., you said that you remind, this reminded you of when you were Whitney's age and you were going to tell her how she, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to fucking play this game. Like, exactly. You're like, I'll just, and then you're like, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. I'll, I'll just deal do with it. it. I I'll go say home. it in my own way because I want to go home. I would always just be like, okay, I'm, I'll say it in my own way. And then that's how they would like, that's how we would end the conversation. The show's on Netflix again. Are you getting? I'm so happy to see it there. Yeah. It's interesting. I wonder, I feel like streaming wasn't, wasn't in existence when we were like doing our contracts. You know what I mean? I mean, we're, meaning we're not getting, let me translate. What yeah. You said. We have no fucking mailbox money on this kids. Yes. <laughs> I literally, Enjoy I see my face. Thing. We're making zero fucking dollars. Please give us a shout out. And I see, I see, I turn on Netflix and I see my, my face sometimes as the thumbnail at, in the top 10 and I'm like, fucking a man top 10 with my face on it the thing that's cool about this for me is like gen z thinks i'm actually fun like the gen well yeah the millennials were upset they were like she cannot do this here like she needs to clean up and shut up and not be like this but the millennial the gen z kids are like oh kelly katron is she tells it straight and i'm like wow that's kind of they get you it was like you spoke their language it was almost like you kind of raised them so that now that's like what they what they take as like motivating (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's really good here in hell (laughs) but i sort of feel like too i feel like the the gen the gen xers are or gen whatever it is they 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 look at me like like I'm I mean, I they make me feel so much older they're, than you're I like am. You're like their older sister. I'm like their mom or grandma. So it's worse. It's like everyone's going down the plank of pop culture and I'm going to fight back. That's I'm like an aunt. You're right. I'm like that. I'm like, like the, the older sister, the auntie. Uh, I'm the auntie. Yeah. The auntie, uh, so the crazy. older sister. More like older sister because you're not that old yet. How old are you now? You have an age. I'm, th- I'm going to be 38 in two weeks. Wow. That's so I, I know. And I've known you for such a long time. Since I was 20. That's like serious. Good things are going to happen. You'll make a lot of money now. I've hit the point in my confidence where I can actually now do things that I want to do. And like, well, I'll help you. Let- you know that I'll help you. I'm just so happy that everything worked out at our 
private policy show. When I saw you there, it was really amazing. I was suffering from exhaustion already, but I really do love you. What was going on? How many shows had you done for Fashion Week? I did like four events. I did uh, three shows and one event. And I just had some trouble backstage with one of my designers and the load in and they really were not in a just didn't have the experience to handle the back the backstage just went kind of topsy-turvy and okay also it's fine because the show got great reviews and it's on vogue and it's everywhere but it was just annoying and i have a new team like just trying to train everybody like yeah. everybody's like i want to work in fashion and say like, oh yeah sure uh-huh we hear this all the time okay now you're working in fashion now what oh <laughs> i see my voice yeah of course we're all losing our voice like i'm 25 years older than you like Suck it up. Let's go. I know. It's do do you find that people are still like that? It's How about like we this? haven't yeah, like it's been 10 hours. Yeah. Stop. You know, like, yeah, it's a 10-hour day. Like, woo-hoo-hoo. You have like another seven to go. Like, don't know why you're telling me. Would I look like the clock place to stamp the clock? Like, like <laughs> How you know, many people now are on you your just team. Tell everybody that they can have a lunch break and that they don't have to work over that and pay them time and a half. And all these people think that they can really work in fashion and work eight hour days and take an hour for lunch. I mean, more power to them. Good for you. Can't wait right. to watch it. Right. I've never seen it happen, but okay. <laughs> I hope I mean I, I think hope, that's I hope you liked your Panera soup because that's not as fashionable as you're gonna I get. think yeah. Do you ever feel though like your your sense of of like the the work culture you live in, like this new generation is just not down for that. Like everyone's very much like freelancer vibes. Yeah. Like, can I work from home? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I've I've never known anybody who was successful that didn't do more than the average. So yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, I guess people write books like the 40 hour work month or I don't know what it's called, but it, I've never like been able to do that myself. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. 40. Trying to like work smarter, not harder. Is it, is it, is it <laughs> longer, I longer. Think that's better if you can. How's the baby? He's good. He's five. Um, My God, he's like a, a real person. How is Ava? Ava's 21. Uh, she's so freaking gorgeous. She I saw her outside working the show. Yeah. Doing the whole thing. Is she is she in school and working? Yeah, she's with at you? Carson. She has a 3.8 GPA, which is oh good my God, because she's course. not really working. So that's her job to be at school. And yeah. she's doing good. And then she helped me, which was really beautiful this season. And she did the check-in and she was like, Mommy, I didn't really understand how hard you had to work to pay for all my bills. <laughs> I'm Aww. so sorry. You must be so tired. I was like, yes, I am tired. Thank you. So 21, oh for anyone who has little kids, 21 is the age where they start to actually appreciate recognize. you. <laughs> I think she always did. But just like just to have her say something like that and understand that. Yeah. And really, it's a great thing to be a mom. Would you ever do reality TV again today? Like if someone came to you with the right opportunity? People have come to me with show ideas, but it's usually yeah. like, why don't you go sit in a house and destroy these 16 year olds? Yeah. I mean, I'm down for TV. I just I always thought I should have a talk show. I don't know why. You should have a podcast. I know. But then what? And then I get sued all the time because I say things that upset people. And I, I don't know, maybe I will. I, people have asked me, but it just doesn't, I don't know. Like I'm still so busy with, with what you actually, yeah, I mean, if it like are passionate about just like yeah. talking, I get paid to talk all day cause I'm a publicist. So I don't really feel the same need to talk as most people. Cause I, I talk all day That's true. all night, but I don't know. I mean, I like storytelling. I really like the girls. I like the kids. I like connecting 
with people and I like storytelling. So whether I'm doing that, like telling other people's stories through PR or telling my own stories through books or whatever, or have a podcast, like I'm open. It's just like, I got offered a show at Sirius once and it's like, it's like, it's all like masturbatory. Like what do I want to come here for $1,500 a week? Right, right, right. Get up at six in the morning, have a drive show and talk about Lady Gaga's new video. Like, I don't don't really know. (laughs) I think it would be funny if I had a segment called, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Maybe I'll come back on your show. On mine. I'll come back on your show and do the, I hate it with Kelly Cattrall. And they'll be like, hi, it's it's Killer Cattrall. And I'm coming Yeah, maybe it's like. Yeah, once a month you just yeah. come on with like five things you're hating right five now. Five new trends, <laughs> lines, highly overrated. But what do you hate right now? I, mean, I hate influencer. Influence. You do. Yeah. You do. You do. Not all of them, but a lot of. Yeah. Them. I don't like yeah. believing in fake realities for people. It's like okay. Like I said, just because you're good at marketing yourself on the internet doesn't make you a fashion expert. And because you got a skirt at Revolve, like please get no, over it. You're right. You've slugged it through factories. You know what it's like. We don't need people coming in trying to, I mean, I say anybody wants to come into the fashion business, come on, but actually work yeah. in it. Don't, don't pretend that just because you come here for a week that you're in the fashion business, it's a joke. Somebody right. asked me to see a dog, a chihuahua named Tinkerbell. Do you know this chihuahua? No. To I see mean, it gets a- insulting after a certain point. Like, isn't there a time when people say, I'm not going to ask Kelly Catrone that. Like she's already <laughs> achieved too much and she would probably be insulted. Yeah, but, but maybe they're ask- like, Kelly's so open, accepting, free. Like she would think this is a cool picture. Yeah. No. I <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to look up. I think the dog's name is Tinkerbell. And I had to, I had to like put my foot down and say, I'm absolutely sorry. We're not sitting dogs at the show. <laughs> Like, but I really felt like writing, like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, do you realize why would you think that you just wasted five seconds of my life? I know it's true. Some people love their dogs so much. Like they're, they're humans. These are celebrity dogs. These dogs have like a commercial for Taco Bell or something like, yeah, or maybe they could bring you some exposure. (laughs) It's worse than that. It's like, it's like, so hold on. Oh, okay. I have it. I have it on my phone. Okay. Wait, wait. I, can't I would like see. to share it with the group. Kelly Catrone, I'm here. I'm here on with the <laughs> podcast. I just want to tell you some of the shit that I've been subjected to during Fashion Week. I want to give it to you live. Give this is going to be part of a segment that may or may not live in the future called I Hate It with <laughs> Kelly Catrone. <laughs> this is what I hate. Now, Okay, to be fair, the show is private policy. You came to the show. We had our reunion here. And the title of the show is We Are All Animals. Live like animals one day at a time. Okay? Okay. That's okay. fine. But they didn't know what it was. And then I get this. I just RSVP'd Tinkerbell. <laughs> okay? Then I get another text message from this publicist, just what they call, or a manager. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you're managing dogs, I don't, I mean, unless it's Lassie, I can't imagine. It's like a good thing. Hello, Does Kelly. this person want to come with the dog or they no, just want the dog? Seating. To- when you have a moment, can you please send me the seat assignment tickets for our confirmed clients for the show? Okay. Well, guess what, people? Your client's a fucking dog. Okay. And I hate this. Okay. I do. I hate this. I am going to do this for you as a present. I hate this. Okay. I've worked in the business for a long time. My answer is on 2623. 
Okay. Absolutely we are not confirming not. dogs. No way. What is your cell phone number? Sure. I thought you were about to say, oh. what is your problem? <laughs> I just wanted to circle back on this. Who had time to chat about Tinkerbell? No is your answer. Tinkerbell. Wait, how many, how declined, many followers? Decline, 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 decline. Tinkerbell can sit the fuck out of my front row. I'm crying. I'm I'm crying more. I mean, this person stole seven <laughs> minutes of my life. This is seven minutes of my life. Tinkerbell I'm in my official. No. Yeah, no, Bell official either. probably is that the one. There's Tinkerbell and Bell. There's two dogs. There's so many different Tinkerbells on Instagram. Oh my god. Tinkerbell. Are you on TikTok or anything? How do you what do you, how do you feel about your social media? Did you ever like try to make a go of it for mm-hmm. your own social media? No, no. I don't no. follow any of the rules. I love. That's I don't follow any of the rules and I'm not on TikTok. Like, n- knowingly, I think my daughter sneaks videos of me on TikTok once in a while because she like, but I try to keep my eye out that I'm not getting filmed in the car or stuff like that because she thinks it's <laughs> funny. She thinks it's hysterical. <laughs> no, you know who I saw in a hotel in Toronto, but now he might be canceled. I don't know if he is or not. You know, the guy, Dave, what's his name? He got really famous on YouTube. Oh, yeah. He lived up my street. What's his name? Is he still in the social media game or no? Not Dave Dubrovnik. Dave Dubrovnik, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he is, but he he lived up my street for a while and it was a major problem. There were kids outside his house all the time. That's hard. Waiting for him, peeing in this one asked to pee in our house once, like peeing in the streets. It's crazy. <laughs> peeing in the streets, you know, YouTube fans. That's, that's pretty bad. Um, okay. So last question I would say is like, what advice do you have for someone right now that wants to get into the fashion industry? And it's like specifically into what you what you do. Well, I mean, I think if you want to do what I do, I mean, unless you're like a real go-getter, try to get a job at a place that's a great brand, like KCD Mm -hmm. or People's Revolution or Vanessa Von Bismarck's company. I mean, there's good PR agencies around. I don't know that many in LA, so I'm not including them, but for fashion. And I think if you want to get into the design side, probably start with items um, right now versus trying to do like a big collection, like a sneaker or a t-shirt or a bathrobe or a blanket or whatever and like just try to drive that one thing because it's really costly and time consuming as you know because you've done this to grow like a big collection and then it's like who you're going to sell it to so I mean really I mean if you have a phone right then if you have a phone you can be in business because you can have your Apple Pay and everything right on here you can have it and just figure out like I always like to tell my clients like figure out like what would you do if you had to eat that night like if you had no money in your pocket what would you do? Would you take your product and go to the farmer's market and stand outside in the corner because you couldn't afford a booth and try to sell four shirts? Or like, what's that hustle? Because I think part of the problem now is this like nobody really wants to hustle. Everyone wants to stay home. Like, I don't even want to go to my office. Like, I'm Same. in my office. I mean, I don't even know. Like, office, nobody but, wants to go. Yeah. My office is way smaller than it used to be. Like, nobody that works for me wants to go to an office. Everybody's like, but at the same time, like if we're going to manifest, we have to grind. So you have to grind. Yeah. You have to hustle, right? Have good matters. Tell the truth do the best that you can do and try to be around people who actually have mastered what it is that you want to do and stop sitting there when you're in their presence, thinking that you're smarter than them. Because frankly, if you were, you wouldn't be there. So so it's like, I have an assistant right now. And every time I ask her to do something, it's like crazy town. Cause I'll be like, Hey, could you do this for me? 
And then I'll come back and I'll be like, is it done? And she's like, well, you know, what I thought would be a good idea is, is that instead, if I went over here and I did X, Y, and Z, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Did I pay you to assist me or to think for me? What part of the relationship did I say to you? Hey, you're 19. Come on in here and think for me. Did I I'm, yeah, totally me? reorganize my systems. No, yeah. I'm taking it personally at this point. I mean, call me paranoid, but after a while, I can't believe that someone that you would hire would do that. Yeah, like I but it keeps happening. Like it's a problem. And so I really had to sit her down and say, listen, I think that you you have an ego issue because you clearly think that your way is better than my way. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't ask you to come in here and be a leader for the agency. If I did, I would have given you a different scope. But totally. like, are you going to do this job the way I ask? Because I now I'm just like, every time I ask for something, I have to go check it because there's like something else could have happened. So no, I think if people want to get in, in the job, it's like th- the most beautiful place you could be is to not know. Because that means you don't have to be the decision maker, which is great sometimes. Like it, That's how I learn. felt going into it. That's what that was what was so like fun for me, like the good side of it was that everything was new to me and I was learning it all like for the first time. And that was so fun. But that was so important in in like getting me ready for the next step. I mean, I also didn't grind, grind, grind in that way, like a typical fashion girl. But I grinded your fucking ass off, man. That is no way to live. That is the way to live how we lived. It looked cute, but it wasn't cute. It's it wasn't cute. It's not true. It's not true. Um, about it. I could ask you a million questions. I, I can't believe. So you're people aren't designing full collect. You don't advise people to design. I would full, just full do capsules. I would not right now. Not unless yeah. you have over a quarter of a million dollars to spend. I mean, right. if you do, then sure. <laughs> but totally. like, like for you, like with you, I would do like five tops, five dresses, like or just five tops. Right. Or, or you can have a top business. Well, that's what I'm doing with Rent the Runway. It's like. We come out with two seasons a year and each season is like 15 to 20 pieces. That's amazing. And then, yeah. And then can you sell those pieces other places too? So they, you could actually buy the pieces. Not only can you rent them, you can buy them on Rent the Runway. Uh And now they're working with Amazon and everything is available for sale on Amazon as well. That's good. And are they giving you bricks and putting you up on the front of all of that? I'll help you in any Mm. way I can. You're a great designer and you're a beautiful woman and you understand elegance and you have great style. And the thing that's great about your style for anybody who wants to follow your style is is that (laughs) it's timeless, but it's also, it has like a flair of trend to it. So you always look timely. Like you were the best dressed person at the private policy show. I, that was my favorite outfit my whole week that I saved it for your show. Who was it? What were you wearing? It was an Australian designer. Both were Australian. Bufile, Bufile and Camilla and Mark jacket. I used to represent oh, no. Camilla and Mark. I, oh, really? yeah, actually I remember that. I, I, what, maybe it was Camilla and Mark. Maybe it was Michaela, M- Michael Asordo uh-huh. and then Kate Boots. It looked really, really, really nice on you. You looked beautiful. Thank you. Well, when I come back for my next episode, because this is yeah. in Kel, the Kel it like it is. I hate it. I'm coming to do my, I hate it. People will be so excited. Start making a list of it now. And I'll, oh, you I, I don't even need a list. I'm ready to You're- go. I hate <laughs> okay. things. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Do you, you hate your friend's apartment and you hate your friend's artwork too? I hate my friend's artwork. <laughs> this is another thing. <laughs> I have this angry gesture over my head. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. Honestly, love thank you, you so much for doing this. All right. I'm coming back for okay. I hate this.
I, so many things that I hate. I can't Just wait make to hear. Sure I get my invite. I'll have five things ready anytime. Anytime <laughs> you need to pick up, whoop, lip, lip, lip. Google Calendar invite coming soon. Okay. That's a lot. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.